Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. Our discussion for this podcast series focuses on leadership topics, but in pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, and career transitions, and more. My name is Ann Nguyen, and I'm a pharmacy manager at Houston Methodist West Hospital in Houston, Texas. I will be your host today for the Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. With me today is Dr. Bavik Shah, Associate Professor at Jefferson College of Pharmacy in Philadelphia. Thanks for joining us today, Bavik. Let's start talking about today's topic on personal finance, and it is one of the three series on financial literacy. There's a full disclaimer, neither myself or Bavik are licensed or certified accountants, financial planners, or attorneys. Please do your due diligence, such as consulting with your own financial advisor before making any financial decisions. This podcast is intentional for educational purposes only. With that, we'll go ahead and get started. So, Bavik, talk to me a little bit more. How do you become interested in personal finance and personal financial education? Uh, sure. Thanks, Anne, for having me here today. Growing up, I did not have any sort of formal financial education through high school or college. And my parents, coming from a, my parents, were, were an immigrant family. And growing up, they didn't necessarily have the means to invest and, and uh, teach me about, like, you know, the different investment vehicles and stocks and bonds and things. So, you know, I was sort of on my own. And when I graduated, I bought unnecessary insurance policies from an insurance salesman who was masquerading as a financial advisor. I also made some other mistakes too. Uh, I made mistakes with my student loan repayment uh, plan. And I started using a, an accountant to do my taxes when my wife and I got married. And, you know, that sort of started my journey because, you know, he got me interested in how to lower my taxes and we discussed strategies to do that. But as I was learning more, I learned that sometimes my accountant has made mistakes (laughs) and I was able to catch them. (laughs) And so that really sort of showed me that, you know, you can outsource and you can hire professionals as as much as you want. And, you know, there are going to be times that that should be necessary. But, you know, no one's going to care about your own finances more than yourself and your partner if you have one. And so so that's really started my journey. And now over the past several years, I've educated myself as much as I could. Uh, And it's something that I'm passionate about. And I've extended it into my into academia. So I also now have an elective for uh, 30 pharmacy students on uh, personal finance. That's great. Yeah, I can definitely relate to your journey. Growing up, for me, my parents really didn't know much about financial literacy. From blue-collar family, my dad's always kind of tell me, like, go to school, get a good job, and make sure you stay at your job and be good at what you do. And the job is basically your uh, security. And I think that's true. But there are definitely things that they came here when they were in their 40s, and they didn't really know English. So they didn't really know the, the ways on student loan. And my one thing my dad would tell me, like, borrow as much as you can because it's free money. And I'm like, no, daddy, it's not free money. You have to pay it back with interest. So um, I would say I'm also a self-learning and self-starter in terms of that financial aspect, too. And I wish I've known this in college or even, like, in pharmacy school, right? But I think for me, my journey really started in 2015 after I finished my uh, PGY2 
residency and realized that I make some what I would call also money mistakes throughout the way. I didn't have a car throughout pharmacy school and residency. So the first thing I got was uh, not a Toyota, but a BMW because I felt like I deserved it, right? After receiving a six-figure salary. And that was my mistake number one. Looking back, I'm like, I could have done something differently. So that was kind of my wake-up moment. Like, wow. Because when I realized that two years after I um, sold it and it was depreciated like 50%. So that was my number one. And then I think I found Dave Ramsey University course and I really enjoyed that. And that's kind of started with my husband, who's also very interested in financial freedom. So we would say, honestly, for us, our journey started in 2016, 2017, when we start to talk about big purchases and financial freedom and uh, making smarter financial decisions. So with that, can you kind of tell me a little bit more, what resources do you use to start out? And for those listening, right, there may not, there's a variety of individuals. They could be student residents who just started off versus who are seasoned into their career. So what are some resources, uh, general resources you would recommend? Yeah, I think the it, it's good to know what resources out there. And there's some really good ones that I've sort of, you know, stumbled across and found throughout the years. Because uh, I, I really started getting into this in 2016, I would say. That was my first year that, uh, 2015, 2016. So around the same time as you. And so there's a number of resources. And I would say to folks, you know, just start somewhere. Because it's sort of like, you know, how pharmacists, we have to get uh, CE credits every two years to redo our licenses. It's sort of the same mindset that I've adopted where I'm just continuously sort of doing financial self-education. And so some of the resources that I find really useful, my top two, I would say, is the first one that I stumbled across was White Coat Investor. This is by uh, a physician, Dr. Jim uh, Daly. Uh, he's an emergency medicine physician out in uh, Salt Lake City. Utah, and he has a, a blog and podcast series, etc. cetera. Uh, and his primary audience is uh, high income, high debt individuals related to student loans, so primarily to physicians. But if you read his blogs, he also includes pharmacists, nursing, uh, nursing, accounting, lawyers, anyone who would who might benefit from that. So he's the first one that I, I came across, and I find his level of blog posts and resources runs the gamut from like introductory to intermediate and advanced. So there's something for everyone. The other resource that I like is a, a YouTube channel um, uh, called The Money Guys. It is run by two certified financial planners and, uh, who are also uh, CPAs. And so they give really good advice, really good tips of like just general information. And so that's really increased my knowledge of like what different types of accountants are available, different types of vehicles, the tax implications. So I listen to these two podcasts or these resources regularly. But there's some other ones too that the audience might find useful. Uh, Your Financial Pharmacist. It's another resource that's run by two pharmacists and a certified financial planner. And it's, it's on the same level as White Cone Investor in the sense that it's targeted towards a very niche audience. And your financial pharmacist has the same sort of topics like student loan repayment, saving for retirement, saving, investing, those just general sort of resources. And so it's a good place to start. Uh, I, think it's a, I think it's probably a better introductory 
level compared to the white coat investor. Uh, but I find myself graduating out of your financial pharmacist uh, quickly. And so I use white coat primarily. Other just general websites that are good just for like, you know, if you want to know what just general information, uh, NerdWallet is a great resource. So is uh, Bankrate. If you're looking into like different like bank accounts, mortgages, you know, any sort of explanations related to that. Yeah, and I can definitely relate to what co-investor that there, that's one of the resources I go to as well. And he has a very good blog on uh, backdoor Roth conversions. And yeah, like I said, intro all the way to very advanced. Some other resources that I have gone through as well is Dave Ramsey course. He has like a seven baby steps. And I think that's very good for intro for those that really want to get to know what do I need to do? At which point do I do this? It's very prescriptive and it is a paid version um, that you can do. And I really enjoyed that when I stumbled on it. And I, I feel like it's very laid out uh, very well. Like baby step one is, you know, saving emergency, $1,000 for emergency fund and then kind of go into all the way to wealth building. There's certain philosophy that you may or may, or may not agree with Dave, but I think just for those who really don't know where to go, this is a good starting point just to get you started. And then, of course, as you graduate from a more intro into more advanced, you can get into other events. The other one that I really enjoy is Remit Seppi. He actually wrote a book um, on basically teach you to be rich in six weeks. And he really, that book is gearing towards more uh, in your 20s, 30s, truthfully. And then this book, Baker's Study Doesn't, in terms of financial principles, it's just recently published. And he is actually a not a pharmacist. He's a financial professional, but he's been teaching for got years at the uh, University of Arkansas on uh, financial principles. So I think those three resources are what I would say the general information I would get folks to go to. The other one where you, if you don't want to spend money on books and course is if you look up William Bernstein, he wrote like a 16-page PDF that is free, and it's like If You Can by Will and Burstein. And it's a lot. It's only 16 page, but it will take you a while to go through because you make recommendations on books to read, what you need to do. So it may take you months to years, depending where you are, to get you through that. So those are, I would say, general resources and just getting you to get into that financial mindset. So can you tell me a little bit more about like investing resources for those who want to go a little bit more advanced? on investing resources that you would recommend? Yeah, so there's a few that I came across. I follow the the, the Bagohead philosophy. So the founder of Vanguard uh, of, of simple investing where you buy index funds and you sort of buy and hold for the, the length of your investing career. And so that's a really good book that's available on Amazon. Another one that is a, another powerful book that gives you really sound investing advice and sort of, you know, emphasizing simplicity is by J.L. Collins, uh, The Simple Path to Wealth. I found his uh, philosophical approach to investing, and it's very data-driven too, that it's sort of like what's the the best way to invest for simplicity and for the long term without getting too overly complicated. And so it's very approachable. So these are the two resources that I use in addition to you know, the white coat and, and the other ones that we I mentioned earlier, a lot of times I came across Bagoheads and Simple Path to Wealth because, you know, they were, I saw them being referenced at from multiple resources that they were saying, oh, 
point to this, point to this. And so all roads kind of led, led to some of these books. So that's what made me investigate them myself. Awesome. And yeah, I would say some of the resources I mentioned already, I, th- I think the book Baker Study does into financial health. I think that book really lay out basic principles, but also have information on investing. Remit Seppi, I mentioned, is more, again, start out with general, but then he gives you very specific uh, benchmark and even like teaching points on investing. Uh, he's really big into like automatic investing. Um, and then the other one I really enjoy as well, it's not not necessary investing resources per se specifically, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, he kind of, he's more into real estate, which we'll talk a little bit more, but he really talks about the principle of investing and also long-term wealth. So it kind of gives you like, he doesn't give you prescribed, you have to do the X, Y, Z, but just overall mindset from an investing standpoint. So I really truly enjoy that book as well. So I know for those on the show or listening to the show may want to know about debt repayment and real estate. So what are some resources that you uh, go towards or direct folks to in terms of debt repayment? Yeah. So for debt repayment, you mentioned Dave Ramsey. And I think he's really good for those who have trouble or have very little financial literacy and, and find themselves in debt, whether it's consumer debt or like student loans or mortgage debt. And I think he, it's a, he offers his baby steps as a very disciplined way of like getting on track. Some of the other resources that I mentioned have specific debt repayment strategies, depending on whether it's student loans versus so like credit card debt versus, um, you know, other types of debt. So I think it depends on that. So, you know, the, it's out there. So that's why the general resources that we discussed earlier, I think are really good because I think there, it, there's something there for everyone. For real estate, yeah, I think this is something that, you know, you and I share about. So this is something that my wife and I, we've expanded our uh, approach to saving and investing for our future and for our retirement. And we uh, recently started including real estate into it. And so so there's a lot of good resources uh, available that sort of showed me the benefits of real estate investing and like the the, the tax implications of the tax benefits. And, and so, so we, we purchased a, a rental property uh, a couple of years ago, two years ago. And, you know, our, our strategy is going to be buy and hold. And, you know, we may expand the number of units that we have. But, you know, what really sort of got me down on this path of sort of like diversifying our, our different types of investment, because we obviously have a 401k, 403b, like, you know, stocks, bonds, all that kind of stuff. But we wanted to sort of include some other things. And so what sort of showed me the benefits of real estate were um, me, Kevin, he's a YouTuber, and Graham Stephan there, uh, he's another YouTuber. They're both real estate individuals who, who achieved financial independence through real estate. And some of their introductory videos were targeted of, of why real estate it, it might be a good idea, how to get into it, what are the benefits, what are some of the pitfalls and how you can avoid them. So I, I really appreciated that. Another YouTube channel that I really like is Minority Mindset. Uh, the, he's another individual uh, who invests in real estate. He's a, a lawyer by training, but he goes through, uh, he has uh, several properties and he sort of discusses uh, the benefits and how he goes about it. And so each of these channels offers something different. And so I just use it to sort of like listen and see what they offer. And then, you know, I do my own research afterwards is to look more into it. 
Uh, but I found these individuals who are like sort of like living the mantra, like they're they're re- either real estate agents or lawyers who who are doing um, and they're showing and walking you through their numbers and their properties and like the benefits. It, 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 it sort of piqued my interest. Uh, so, yeah, I think YouTube channel has a lot to offer. And full disclosure, I also have a YouTube channel, too, um, called Mindset of Money. And I think that's where I start to share folks about career leadership mindset, but also just financial literacy, because I felt so passionate about sharing more and I like I said I wish people have or someone had taught me much earlier than when I discover about financial literacy so that's kind of the reason why I started that channel I think in addition to YouTube in general because it's a very a lot of vast content another forum slash a very robust internet website app they have all sort of things it's called bigger pockets uh, essentially it's targeting individuals real estate intro all the way to experience on invest into real estate. They have, of course, subscription plan, but there is a basic plan. That's what I'm on. And it really shows you and connects you with individuals who are like-minded, who are going on the same track of financial literacy and investing in real estate. And just so everybody knows, Bavik and I, we don't get any endorsements from any of these individuals. So we're we're just sharing really our thoughts and the resources that we use candidly to kind of share with you. So you pick and choose what's best for you. Similar to your journey, right? Like we actually also started getting our first, uh, we have our first house back in 2017. And actually in April, we closed on our first rental property. So super excited about that. And uh, one strategy that I use from kind of a knowledge that acquires that I go 15-50 in with my brother. So we, we both kind of did half and half. You know, there's a saying, 50% of something is better, 100% of nothing. So that's kind of the mindset that we want to build up our equity slowly. And of course, when we have enough money saved up for another down payment, we'll go like full 100%. My brother has several properties already. So just basically the learning from him is also really good. So that's kind of a strategy I'm using. And make a pockets for those who are interested in podcasts as well. They have a very robust, different number of podcasts from Real Estate Rookie, where individuals have one or two or five properties to like a very experienced podcast where individuals are making are millionaires uh, or more and sharing their experience and journey. They have one on financial literacy as well or, or for business. So uh, check them out. It's called Bigger Pockets. I really, truly enjoy them. So with that, I want to close this out with our last question. So for those who are interested in like wow, it's overwhelming with all these resources that we're sharing. So what are some things you would recommend on Where's the first place to start? Yeah, I, I, I would start with one of the, the general resources and, and sort of try to understand some of the nomenclature. But, you know, in my elective, what I, the, the first set of assignments that I have with my students is, you know, the very first thing, the cornerstone of any personal finance journey is keeping and tracking a budget so you know where your, your money is going and where is it coming from. Because, you know, the, you know, you generally want to live below your means and that way you're able to, whatever you're spending less than what you're earning, then you could use that difference to build wealth. And so when you have that, then, you know, I I encourage my students to sort of create a financial plan. And this is something I wish I had done when I was in my mid twenties to sit down and sort of like be very deliberate as to what I want to do. And so creating a financial plan for, you know, what is your plan for debt repayment? So I, you know, I had student loans. What was my plan for that? Buying and saving for a down payment on a house. 
what is my plan for investing? What is going to be my investing plan? And so, you know, I'm going to use a, my employer 403B. How much percentage of it can I contribute of my salary? It's just sitting down and just putting it, you know, pen to paper and, and figuring out what your short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals are um, and creating what are known as like smart goals. So like specific, measurable, uh, attainable, relevant, and time-specific. And that way you can sort of make sure that you're on track. And so this is something that we have done now, my wife and I. So like we have a financial plan now, especially you know after getting married and having a, a child and we, you know, we may have more children in the future, you know, now we have to include in our financial plan, our plan for uh, my son's future education. So like, you know, saving for his college. And so, you know, we've all incorporated that into our plan. So I think that's the first place I would start is, you know, figuring out what your, uh, your priorities are and, and, and creating a, a plan with smart goals that are, you know, right for you and your partner, if you have one. Uh, and so just so that way you could keep yourself accountable and, you know, your plan can change, you know, you're not like locked in because, you know, as life changes, your plan should change. Uh, but it's something that, you know, I evaluate every year with my wife and I, you know, how are we keeping, tra- how are we progressing towards our goals? Are we ahead of schedule? Are we behind schedule? And it sort of gives us a good sort of roadmap of, of where we are. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think one thing I will also add is re- regardless where you are, if you're in you're single or in a relationship or married, right? So I think it's really important to talk. If, if you're in a relationship, talk to your partner and make sure you guys are on the, the same financial plan because financial issues can cause marital uh, disruption. So I think that's important or even like relationships to start out. So, and of course, if you're, you're single, just start considering the individuals you're marrying or dating, are they on the same page financially with you? Because you can create your goal, but they are not on the same goal as you are, then that creates some friction. I think another part of it, too, is that I know we recommend a lot of resources in this podcast. I would recommend for as many of you guys are pharmacists or uh, pharmacy students who are listening to this, Joe Baker's Dirty Dozen Principle for Financial Independence may be a good start to let you get started on those various aspects. And they in the book, he also talked about SMART goals. The other book I'll recommend is Remit Sethi. Like I said, he also laid out very good for non-healthcare non professional or high-income earners, right? Like he's just more of a general. So either way, just start with those two books. Or again, if you want to free resources, look up if you can by Will and Burstein just to start out. And overall, having a smart, like having a goal, if any, is better than none. One thing that my husband and I do every year around January or February is that we sit down, review, I call it family strategic planning. We look at our financial goals, but also like our community service, our uh, trips, our volunteers, just kind of incorporate all that as a year plan. You may not reach all of it, but at least you have a plan. You look you look at it every day and you, you start thinking about like One of our big goals is to pay off our mortgage by 2022. So that's an aggressive goal. So it just helps us to stay on track and keep us honest and truth to our budget. And trust us, we sometimes deviate from our budget, but at least you have one so you know how much money you're spending on food or whatever else that you splurge on. So I think that's really important. So with that, truly appreciate you guys being here. So that's really all the time we have today. I want to thank Dr. Bhavik Shah for joining us today to discuss investing yourself, raising personal financial literacy, part one. 
stay tuned for our next episode. We'll have a total of three episodes for this financial literacy. So join us here on Tuesdays where we will talk with ASHB members about leadership topics and within pharmacy practice. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.